Everyone's a relative expert in something. Violins. Makeup. Coffee. Rhinos. That's pretty random. Yeah, but it's pretty neat to know. I'm Nick. And I'm Grayson. And we're committed to never being left out in any conversation. Join us on our quest to know just enough about, about everything. everything. Welcome back, everyone. To need to know. Need to know. First episode. First official season. Wow. Wow. This is uh, Grayson here with my good friend Nick. Hey, I'm Nick right here. Just so you can identify my voice. And uh, yeah, I hope you haven't been holding your breath since our last episode because you'd be dead. But it's <laughs> uh, great to be here with you guys. Why would, we, why would you be dead? Uh, it's just been four years since our last release. Four years. Yes. Four years. But in that time, so much has been in the works. I mean, Nick and I, we've just been talking, throwing ideas around for, for four for, years. For the past four years. Literally stewing up in that primordial stoop of, uh, of ideas. Vivid imagery there, Nick. Yes, yeah. so we are uh, <laughs> excited to be back. Um, I think we have a lot to cover. Some of the ideas that we've been throwing around are sports and culture and popular figures. So, so much to unpack here. Yeah, we've got a whole diverse array of, of ideas coming for you. And with us uh, today on our episode, we have our subject matter expert, Lexi Moore. Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for having me. Lexi, thanks so much for being here. I'm really excited. I think we've got a lot of ground to cover, um, but first, could you just introduce yourself to the people and uh, yeah, tell them how you ended up on this show? For sure. So I've been in D.C. for seven, going on eight years. Wow. I also went to college here, but out at Georgetown <laughs> at the American University. Shout out to you. Woo-hoo. Um, and through church and really my husband, I got to know you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, then, you know, Nick and I worked together, also worked with Grayson's wife, Sasha, Mm -hmm. shout out campus outreach. Um, Gray was in our wedding. So, you know, a lot of history. I roomed with your husband. You roomed with Mac. Yes. Mac is great. The OG roommate. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of history at this table. Um, but maybe the most important thing you need to know about me for today is that I'm a Swifty. And that's our subject for today, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Swift. Woo! T-Swizzle. Wow. So, Lexi, could you tell us about, yeah, what's your background with Taylor Swift? I, you know, for me, like, I, I think I first he- uh, heard about her with Love Story uh, back when I was in seventh grade. You know, everybody's listening. Mm. Um, on, on, you know, watching the YouTube videos back then. Um, you Belong With Me was another big one. Grace, what about you? Yeah, I have a sister, and my sister listened to um, Taylor Swift, and uh, I was like, okay, acoustic, country artist, cool, and um, I've just been kind of on the sidelines watching her go through this whole journey, and I don't really know what's going on, but she's apparently changed a lot, and now her music sounds very different, so. All right, all right. That's what I know. (laughs) That's what I know. Yeah, so I am an original Taylor Swift fan. Her first album dropped in 2006, so I was 10. Wow. Um, we were all 10. We were all 10, yeah, wow. which is crazy. But I had an older sister, and she's really the one who introduced Taylor Swift to me. That Christmas, I got my first iPod. iPod, yes, iPod. Wow. Um, the iPod Nano. Oh, the one with the clicky wheel. Yeah, clicky wheel, you know, nice. no touch screen. Who oh, could have nice. thought about that? Man. Um, that, you know, I've, I've, I just love the tactile devices, you know? Like, I just want to feel something in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, so <laughs> with my iTunes gift card that I got in my stocking. That's a throwback. Wow. I bought Taylor Swift's first album, which was called Taylor Swift. It was just her name. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and her first album was like Teardrops on My Guitar. Oh, classic. I think hey, I know that Steven. One. Yeah, Our Song. Our Song oh, was like the song. No way. Yeah, that was the first album. And, you know, we just bopped. Like, me and my friends <laughs> all listened to Taylor Swift. So I think uh-huh. that's also, you know... Got to give credit where credit's due. Like, the friend group also loved Taylor Swift. Mm. So it was just, like, the cool thing, you know? Put in my my Apple headphones, which were, like, so cool at the time, oh, the yeah. wire. And I would listen to Taylor Swift. Nice. Wow. Where, where are you from, Lexi, and where is Taylor Swift from? I am from Jersey. So, go and Jersey. I, yeah, go Jersey. I also grew up going to Stone Harbor, which is a shore town in Jersey, Taylor Swift in the summers would go to Stone Harbor and perform in a cafe. Wow. In that shore town. Because she's from Pennsylvania. That's wow. a fact and right South there. And South Jersey gets a lot of like Pennsylvania shoebies. So what is a shoebie? A shoebie is like someone who comes from out of state and goes to the shore, but they're a tourist. Shoebie. A shoebie. So, Someone who comes from out of state but goes goes to a little... Taylor Swift is a shoebie. Yeah. Or was, at least, <laughs> at <Was>. one point. <laughs> She's... We'll let her She's go. She's we'll, Yeah, we'll let her She's off graduated the out of that. Anyway, so she grew up in Pennsylvania on a Christmas tree farm. Fun fact. Wow. I did not know that. And then huh. her parents moved her to Tennessee so she could, like, kind of start her career in country mm. music. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Those are some dedicated parents to go from Christmas tree farming to right. the country hub of the world. I know. I <laughs> thought my parents were dedicated, like putting up with travel sports, but you know they're not. Yeah. They're not moving locations for me. So wow. Yeah, definitely dedicated parents, and I believe in Nashville is where she dropped Fearless and where she signed. Fearless with, is the album with with the one that you were talking about. Okay. And that's when she, would you say that's kind of when Taylor Swift really like blew up? I would say that's when she really got on the books. But she, I believe, went platinum with her Taylor Swift album. Oh, wow. So she she blew up. Just from the very start. Yeah. Um, Wow. But I believe she started kind of getting the, you know, the audience of like non-country music people. Because let's be clear. I am not a country music lady. Like, don't ask me about anyone else because I don't, I don't know. Um, but I loved Taylor Swift. And I don't know I, if this is a controversial question, but would you say Taylor Swift is like in the country music genre? No longer. Okay. But, but she, she was. But she was. was yeah. Okay. When she was a shoebie. When she was a shoebie, she was in the country music genre. And that was probably like the only country music I listened to. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Cool. She had the curly hair. Oh, yeah. The ramen hair like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, you're, yeah. you're already connecting with her. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I can so, slowly start to feel my heart becoming a T-Swizzle. Yeah. So, yeah. Swifty? A Swifty. A Swifty. Yeah, I didn't even hear that term until yeah. recently, but uh, that's what they call the fans, the super fans. Yes, but that's a newer term. So, like, I wouldn't have called myself that. I didn't know wow. what that meant. However, I would say I was pretty legit since I went to every single one of her tours. Wow. Every single one. Okay, except one. And it's kind of a sore subject. How many tours have there been? (laughs) There have been... So there was Taylor Swift, Love Story. Then we go Speak Now. Then 1989. uh, Red. Red was first. 
1989. So Red was a transition album. We'll get there. <laughs> 1989 was like I'm moving into the direction of hip hop. Uh-huh. I really like that album. Yeah. That's like Blank Space, Shake, oh, yeah. it, off, Shake it Off, like big hits oh, yeah. on that album. Yeah. Then Reputation, which was the only tour I didn't go to. And it's not because I didn't have tickets. <laughs> I was on a flight back from Israel. And oh, wow. a girl on the flight found out last minute she was going to Hawaii. Wow. And Whoa. had to sell her tickets. So naturally, I bought them. Off of this girl on a plane on that a you plane. did not know. I, I was just on a program in Israel, okay. and she was in the program. Cool. So I had known her for 10 days. That's epic. Wow. Yeah. That is some commitment. Yeah, but she that's... was also from Jersey, so it worked out. Like, okay. we were the, right. it was at MetLife. It was, like, great. I live, like, 30 minutes from there. That's where I had attended all of her other tours. But um, you didn't end up going. Well, so I show up on Sunday, and my tickets were for Saturday. Oh, shoot. I just, like, oh, no. wasn't paying attention. Shoot. I don't know if it was the jet lag. And I went into, like, a very low-grade slump. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was... I was devastated. I was embarrassed. Yeah. And Netflix went on to release a reputation tour, like documentary style movie. Mm-hmm. And oh, I think I remember some of my friends watching that. Yeah. yeah, I have never seen it. I can't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a really, I've kind of buried it. If you weren't there, it didn't happen. Exactly. Yeah, wow. um, you know, we just, we let it go. Move past that. I guess if you had gone to four other tours before that, I think, right? That's like that's a big deal to you know to to miss the the one out of five you right know? yeah totally yeah but then it kind of got better or I don't know we're we're in a drought right now because Lover came out and Lover was epic it was so good mm. more political which was definitely new for Taylor like she's definitely still evolving yeah definitely more political but you know still a lot of bops just like working out to Lover nice. um, played her songs at my wedding. Wow. Oh, wow. So the Lover album also corresponded to me getting married. Oh, that's a big moment. Wow. But then the pandemic hit. Mm. Oh. So since Lover, we have had two albums and then some. And we'll get there. Wow. Yeah, so I'll tell you this. I don't know much about Taylor Swift, but I've heard about this whole, like, re-recording stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, I want to... That's probably the biggest thing I feel like I'm missing to like mm-hmm. know what's going on with Taylor Swift. So could you unpack that a little more? Yeah. Well, first, Nick, do you know anything about Taylor re-recording her old albums? I I know nothing. Yeah, okay. about it. Like I I've kind of heard like I, I know there was a whole like Spotify um like struggle thing. There there was this, uh yeah yeah that there's the re-releases of the albums. Some of my friends have been listening to those. I personally have only maybe listened to like one or two. Um. Mm-hmm songs even just from those re-releases but yeah i so i don't really know yeah so there's probably a lot here more to like copyright law that i am not a subject matter expert on but i can give you like the bare bones of what was what was going on so in 2018 taylor decided to leave big machine records and go to a new record label where she would actually Mm -hmm. own all the rights to her music so Hmm. artists can own the right to perform their music but then they can also own the rights of the music itself the lyrics you know the instrumental so those it's it's complicated i think there's like 
of This American Life or like Freakonomics podcast on it actually about like copyright law. But okay. all you need to know is... 2018, when, she moves. 2018, she moves, but she know because of her record deal at Big Machine Records, she didn't own records. the rights to her music. Okay, so this is pretty easy to remember. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Uh, that's our graduation class. That's true. Uh, big big machine, machine Records. Don't, yeah. you, the machine is, you know, take it to the machine, take it to the man, right? Like right. The, They're the bad guys. Right. Bad guys, yeah. And she's like fighting this Robin Hood kind of situation where she's like going up against the institutions and right. like sticking sticking it for herself. Well, um, it kind of comes to a point in 2019 where she performs at the American Music Awards. She's named like decade of the year singer, something like that. Wow. And she can't perform her music. Wow. Because of these she contractual limitations. She doesn't own her music. Oh my gosh. Wow. So she has to only perform the music from her most recent album. Which was... That is crazy. Which at the time probably would have been 1989. Wow. Yeah. Moving... I don't think Lover Not to be confused with 1984, yet. the dystopian novel about <laughs> government oversight. Yeah. I often get this mixed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why do you guys think that her album is called 1989? Is it, that is a question I've is never it, asked. Is it her birthday? Like that? That's when she was born. 1989. Is she that old? 1989. Maybe that's when she was inspired, or something happened in history that inspired her to do her thing. So the great historical moment was December 13. 1989, Taylor Swift was born. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You know her birthday. So it was, it was her birthday. <laughs> hey, 12, 13. That's pretty easy. 12, 13, December Well, you 13. have to know her birthday because every single one of her tours for her first four, she would come on stage with 13 written on her hand. So if you attended oh. her tour, you would often also write 13 on the back of your hand. Oh, wow. Because that's what Taylor Swift did. It's her lucky number. Oh. It's her birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you go on the internet on December 13th, like everyone's wishing Taylor a happy birthday. Oh, that's crazy. Her um, social handles are Taylor Swift 13. It's pretty edgy oh, too because thirteen's like a like yeah, a, yeah. has like a, a bad rep, but yeah. she's like bad reputation. Oh ha, wow! Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> this is all coming together. Okay, December thirteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Right, but back to big machine so this, records. This is kind of like like BC AD with yeah. Jesus, but with Taylor <laughs> Swift. People are like December thirteenth, before and after. Before and after, the world like wow. yeah, the world did change. Okay, so she can't perform her music. She starts releasing, then she released Lover, which was huge, but she didn't win as many awards as she did for 1989, which was her most Mm. winning record. So I think it was like kind of a low. And if you watch um, Taylor Swift's documentary on Netflix, she really gets in. I mean, she was struggling with an eating disorder. She had gone silent. I don't know if you guys knew this. She went silent on social media for like almost two years. Wow. And there was two a trending years. hashtag. From 2019 to 2021. I it did was not like know that. it was like 2018, 2019. Wow. To like 2020. Yeah. Do you two think years it was like do you think she saw us go silent from need to know? <laughs> she was like, now it's and just not like, a good time. Yeah. That's probably it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it hey, but definitely... we beat her too at four years. That's for right. us. That's right. <laughs> um, there was a hashtag, Taylor Swift is dead trending on twitter wow like millions of people tweeting about it wow. wow this was also um right after everything with the kardashians and kanye west yeah 
That's right. Yep. And then this was also right after Reputation, which was kind of like a dark album for Taylor. Yep. It was mm. kind of definitely a reflection of like her being on the defense. Mm. You know, she has everything going on with Big Machine Records, all this beef with Kanye and Kim, mm-hmm. bad PR scandals, kind of goes silent. Mm. Resurfaces just like stronger than ever, though. Wow. Phoenix rising from the ashes. Rising from the ashes. <laughs> the Avatar returning. Wow. You, you, you know, like the Avatar. Last Star, the last like Avatar Last Airbender. Yep. So <laughs> basically, about two years later, she releases Lover. And okay. it's just like a huge hit. But Taylor Swift is a very controversial figure. So you have hmm. those who absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. And are so Swifties. committed to her Swifties, and she's great to her fans too. Do, so, do you guys call them like Swifty Nation, Swifty Swifty Nation? I follow multiple Instagram accounts that are just about Taylor Swift. Wow. One of them is Swifty Nation. One of them is Taylor Nation. I feel like you've arrived oh, when wow. people use your name as like a way to identify. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. And you see, like, really hardcore people there. Wow. Where would you put, like, yourself on the spectrum of... You know, that's a good question because I'm definitely committed in terms of... I mean, every tour kind of Every tour. Like, I am a firm Apple Music believer because that's where she releases all of her music. She doesn't release all of her music on Spotify. So I feel like that already distinguishes... Yeah, I listen on Spotify, so I'm missing out. Yeah, so you couldn't be a Swifty. Like, I just don't know if it would work out. Wow. Well, by the way, Need to Know is found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so we, uh, you know, no, no yeah, biases yeah, here. Yeah, listen where you find your favorite podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the people on Instagram, like, really, like, you know, cry over her, huh. yeah. um, attribute her to, like, their well-being and mental health wow like whether they're doing well or unwell i Mm. wouldn't go that far you'd probably draw the line i would draw a line has taylor swift helped get me through some dark days absolutely Hmm. has her music lifted my spirits and gotten me through workouts and you know i wrote a lot of papers to taylor swift in college like there's a lot letters to thank her for you wrote letters to her Le- no, no, no. I wrote papers, like, <laughs> oh, like okay, college okay. papers. Doesn't yeah. she have a song with the word letter in it? Or, or, no? Letter, um, letters to Dear, Dear John? Dear John is about okay. John Mayer and the heartbreak she faced with him. Um, mm. Okay, I wanted to address that, actually, because a stereotype that I have, I mean, I don't know if this is true, I would love to hear your thoughts, is that, like, Taylor Swift dates people just to break up with them and write a song about it. I just want to put that I've out there. I've heard that too, for sure. Yeah. I'm not saying I endorse that opinion, but what do you think about that? I think it's a, like a kind of malicious view towards Taylor. I mm. mean, we have all gone through hardships, either in breakups or like friendships that don't turn out the way we want them to. Taylor just copes by writing about them. And mm. also mm. another reason why I'm a firm Swifty is because Taylor writes all of her own music. Really? Wow. Yeah. She doesn't have a producer. Or... Oh, wow. That, she co-writes with fact. people. But I think one of the most epic facts about Taylor yeah. is that she has written every single one of her albums. Wow. Wow. I respect that. Yeah, you got to respect the and hustle. And that's a lot of uh, volume, too. To, like, it's a lot, lot of output there. a lot of output. You yeah. got to respect the hustle. Yeah. yeah. That's... That's hey, that's that's something you got to say to a Swifty, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. So whether or not you agree with her writing about all of her breakups... You know, so in the past, it's been kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. Like, I Knew You Were Trouble was about Harry Styles. Hmm. Dear John, John Mayer. 
But with the most recent re-recording of her album Red, which kind of you know circles back to why is she re-recording all of her music right. so that she can have the rights for it. Right. Oh, okay. She's been releasing songs from the vault. So when she was under Big Machine Records, not only did they owe her millions of dollars because they own her music and she's not getting, you know, all of the proceeds and revenue mm-hmm. from that um, they would tell her what she can and can't release. So she would write like 30 songs, but only 15 would be released on that album. Oh, so she's got even wow. more stuff now. So that's out. another reason why, you know, Swifties, especially Swifties my age, are like dying is because not only are we reliving all of our like angsty middle school memories of like screaming fearless wow. and love, sparks love fly. Moments. But she's releasing all new music that we're experiencing for the first time as adults. Wow. And it just really emotionally, like, puts you in a place. That's you, a good move on her part. Yeah. And you, it's really cool because you guys, like, it's almost like you guys grew up with her, right? Like, a- alongside. Alongside. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like if Disney, if Disney were to release an extended version of their classics. This is what you're getting. Sure. <laughs> Right. <laughs> or or the, the live action remakes. I'm I'm not a big fan of But those, of those are always but... worse. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like with Taylor's new stuff, it's I like, like Jungle Book. I like the Jungle Book live action. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. That's good. Yeah. Good. So she's <laughs> she's re recorded Fearless and Red. Okay. She's released like ten to fifteen new songs in addition to that. And with that, she released on her most recent From the Vault Red album. All too well, ten minute version. Oh wow! Ten minutes. Ten That's minutes. A long time. Yeah, for and, a song. Yes, and it is worth every second. Wow! Wow! I'm gonna have to listen to that. But controversial. It's about Jake Gyllenhaal, which a lot of Red is about huh. him. Uh-huh. That album. I didn't even know that they dated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, only for three months, but she was like coming of age at that time. Um, I mm. think she was 21 when she dated him. Wow. And but she wrote a whole album. She wrote a, a majority of the album is about him. Wow. And mm. she came out with a short film and Dylan O'Brien plays the guy and he, they make him like look like Jake Gyllenhaal. And then Taylor came out and was like, yeah, like, yeah, this is about Jake Gyllenhaal. Guys, two weeks ago. A cover artist wrote all too well Jake's version. Oh, Whoa. like the response. And I felt the other half like of the a story. visceral reaction. Like wow. I was unwell <laughs> listening to it. Oh wow. Oh my gosh. Yes. Unwell. Wow. I'm gonna wow. have to listen to that. You have so that's on Spotify though. It's not Oof. on Apple Music. Okay. Wow, the beef. Oh, continues. even like intentionally maybe not putting it on that. I'm music. not sure about that, but I could only find it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's also 10 minutes. It's okay. the same format and structure as Taylor's version. Wow. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Wow. Except it's Jake's response to everything that she's singing about in wow. Taylor's version wow. of All Too Well. That's the other half of the story. The other half of the story. That is something that most people probably don't know. Yeah. So if I drop that in a conversation. All Too Well. All Too Well. That's Jake's the name version. of the song. Yeah. Jake's version. Not Taylor's. You In a conversation, you'd be like, oh, yeah, you know All Too Well, uh, Taylor's version? Have you heard of Jake's version, though? The other half of the story. Wow. No stone left unturned here. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, Lexi, we want to ask, I guess, a few, like, just rapid-fire questions. Sure. 
Uh, I'm going to be honest. I asked you this before we started recording, but what is Taylor Swift's middle name? Allison. Wow. Allison. Impressive that you know that. Any other random facts about Taylor Swift? And you just fire off, rapid fire her? She has British short hair cats, Meredith and Olivia. Meredith? <laughs> what, what? British short hair cats. I didn't even know that was a thing, first I didn't of all. either. Yeah. And then Meredith Those are and very Olivia. human names for cats, too. But, mm-hmm. okay. No. I think she has one more. I've seen... I think it's a boy. I've, I've seen him on her social media, but I'm blanking on his name. And I don't think he's a British short hair. He's something different. British short hair. Okay. So, his name might be we, we need to think of something. How do, you, how do you remember that? That's a great fun fact, <laughs> I feel like. Oh, yeah. Um, do you like Meredith or Olivia more? I think I, I like Olivia. I'm sorry. Meredith just, it's not, just doesn't her roll off the tongue. not short enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor spends a lot of time in New York City. She used to own a really cute flat on Cornelia Street. She created a song called Cornelia Street, but has since moved. Oh. She also hmm. has a house in the Hamptons, which is right next to the Kennedy's house because she used to date... A the, Kennedy? A Kennedy. No way. Wow. Yeah, and then they broke wow. up, and then she, like, bought the plot of land next to his house and just, like, built a mansion. Wow, Had, like, that... a massive 4th of July party there in, like, 2018. That's, like, a great Gatsby power move right wow. there. It really was. Taylor has... She's she's gone on some dates with some high-profile names. That's... Do you guys know her current rumored fiancé's name? Fiancé? Fiancé? Guys. No. <laughs> she... This is uh, getting current events. I don't know. Whoa. Okay, his name is Joe, and he's a UK... Joe Mama? Just an average Joe. <laughs> he's a UK actor. Wow. Very handsome. I have seen her with a ring on her finger, but they've never announced publicly, but mm. I it's like it's heavily, heavily rumored that they are engaged. Oh, wow. So that's wow. definitely... That's huge That's news. a huge thing to know. Would, would a normal Swifty know that? Oh, yeah. So Joe Allen is his name. There's probably whole like Reddit feeds about is she engaged? Oh yeah, uh, I mean in her from? Netflix documentary, there's one clip where there's a ring on her finger. Oh shoot! But Lover, wow. that album's all about him. Oh yeah, her song London Boy. So she's been dating this this guy this Joe for a while. Oh yeah, it's been a really long time. Okay, wow. her her longest relationship, I think before that it was Calvin Harris. She dated him during Reputation album, I believe, um, wow. for like a hot second. But her and Joe, I mean, they are, now I need to pull up a picture. They're just like the most fancy couple. Well, if you're listening to this, go look it up right now. Oh my gosh. So Lexi is couple. showing uh, Grayson and me. He's in a full tuxedo. And Taylor's in this like gorgeous, like lavenderish purple. Wow. Um, gown with a coat. They're just really, I mean, he's just like a Brit. Look at him. Yep. Like a British short hair. The uh, red lipstick is kind of like her, her thing. It's huh? her trademark thing. But you could also notice that Taylor's hair has changed also with her music. Mm. So mm. she has the bangs. She goes more for a straight look now. Oh, yeah. So you're more huh. of like a bang Taylor or like a wavy hair Taylor. Right. Oh. Like the curls are like old Taylor and then the bangs and short hair. In this picture that I'm showing, she wore Oscar de la Renta and she like literally broke Instagram when she wore it. <laughs> wow. Gorgeous. O- Oscar, can you say that? What, what is Custom Oscar de la Renta. Oscar de la Renta is a Oscar fashion de designer. Oscar And de he la made Renta. this custom dress for her. Oscar um, de la Renta. Doesn't get better than Taylor. Wearing that awesome. Taylor wearing the renta. <laughs> Taylor renta. Wow. Well, Lexi, this has just been a ton of 
a content. I had no idea any of this stuff about Taylor Swift. Yeah. This is just, I mean, giving me a newfound appreciation for just her. Just the tip of the iceberg, She's I just been like. through a whole journey, it sounds like. Yeah, and you can follow that journey in her music. A lot of yeah. subliminal messaging. There are Reddit feeds, Facebook groups that you can go on where they decode what all the songs mean. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so even in Folklore, which was the album she released... During COVID? During the start of the pandemic. She released Folklore and Evermore during COVID. But Folklore was the first one, which honestly helped just the world at that point. (laughs) Everyone needed it. Everyone needed it. And on that album, she released three songs, um, August, Cardigan, and Betty. Those three songs all are talking about the same love triangle. Whoa. So in August... August is from, like, we'll call her the mistress's point of view. Cardigan is, like, the main girl in the relationship. That's her point of view. And then Betty is from the point of view of the boy who cheated. Oh, on wow. on, on Taylor with a girl named Betty. Well, we think the names have been changed. But they're all, if you listen for the clues, they all use, like, cobblestone or like the garden gate like there mm. there's certain words that are repeated in the songs wow. and they're just all told from a different point of view from the same like love triangle mess that's happening wow so it's like you can follow taylor's life you can get sucked in any like facebook groups or anything you want to shout out here for people who want to learn more so i don't have facebook on my phone so i couldn't pull up the exact name. Well, you mentioned Swifty Nation and Taylor Nation. Yeah, I'm Instagram. sure you can find that. Well, yeah. So Taylor Nation or Swifty Nation on Instagram, they just literally post reels of her like performing, pictures <laughs> of her and Joe, nice. merch, um, rumors about things dropping, you know, tour dates that are coming out. Hmm. But then, you know, Reddit, you can get deep into a Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can Our Taylor. all this stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is the part of the show where we actually put things into into a little test drive. Turn the tables on ourselves. Turn the tables on ourselves. So, Grayson, uh, would you want to be uh, the the kind of expert in this fake yep. mock scenario? Yep. Yep. I am. Um, let's just paint the scene here a little bit. I just came from a concert of Taylor's re-recording of Red, and uh, she's been on tour, and it's been great, and... Um, I'm at work now, and you're my colleague, and... Uh, and we just met. We just met, but on your way into work this very morning, you listened to this, I, this episode. I, I was listening to uh, this Need to Know episode because uh, my uh, girlfriend just happens to really like Taylor, and I, I just found out about it, and so I was like, I need to get up to speed. Mm. Um, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a mock conversation, and Lexi, Does if that mean I could, get to mock you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, please don't mock me. Um, and then, uh, Lexi, if you could, at the end, give us a rating, get, give me a rating specifically out of 10 for how well, how, how like expert I sounded as a, as a Swifty. So, all right, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's do it. Hey, Nick, how was your weekend? Hey, it was great. Uh, you know, I, um, I I just uh I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift uh the re-release of no her way. red album. I was just at her concert. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, it was the re-release of Red. 
I just loved uh, everything about it. It really brought me back to like earlier in my to, life. Yeah, to, to middle school, right? I mean, yeah. it, it really does feel like she's reclaiming um, just everything. I mean, got a freaking bad machine. Like, oh, they, my goodness. Gosh. I can, yeah, I know. Very like those guys have just done her so wrong. Yeah, they Honestly, they it's theft. I know. It's I mean, theft. I mean, those few years where she went dark were just really hard. Yeah. For me, and I think for everyone. Same here. I, and you know, I think it, it stings more because you got to respect the hustle. Like, mm. she writes all of her lyrics. You yes. Know, she, so few people appreciate that about her. Yeah. And also, like, it, it's not just, like, she's writing any kind of lyrics. It's you. I, I really appreciate Taylor because she uh, she actually puts so much of herself into her music. You mm. can really grow up with it. Mm. Um, my personal favorite is, uh, is I mean, we got to go... To, to day one, uh, Taylor Swift, first album ever. Yeah, what were uh, some of your favorite songs on that album? Uh, I really liked, uh, well, Teardrops on My Guitar is like such a, uh, such a yes. classic, but yes. you gotta love, um, uh, uh, what's, what's the one that everybody loves is the, uh, um, gosh, oh gosh. <laughs> hey, that's all right, that's all right. Uh, she has plenty of good music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, you know, I, I just am so excited about this tour. She's <laughs> this tour she's going on. I just think we're going to get to learn so much more about her. I mean, I, I follow, of course, I follow her, but I like... Swifty Nation? Oh, yeah. You, yep. you follow Swifty Taylor Nation? Yes. I'm also a Taylor Nation kind of guy. Yeah, and to be honest yeah. with you, I read a lot of Reddit feeds about her. Yeah, There's hey, little... you, you must know, uh, you know, I think she might be getting married soon. Oh, I don't of know. Of course. Come on, you got to give mean, it to my, my guy album, Joe. I'm all about this. Yeah, my guy Joe. I think he's great just here. So much better than Calvin. I mean, oh, come my on. goodness. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, it just I think Joe just matches so well. It would, especially with her British short hair cats, you know, it yes. just Meredith, Olivia, my personal favorite, <sighs> Olivia. I love Olivia. Yeah. I can't believe you know that. That's incredible. <laughs> wow, well Nick, it's just been a pleasure talking with you. Uh what song are you gonna go home and listen to right now? Uh I think, you know, I'm 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 really in a uh well <laughs> i was gonna say a shake it off kind of mood oh you know what i'm in a big because we talked about the controversies uh-huh. a little bit like i i really want to listen to cardigan you know it's it's taylor's point of view in this this love triangle and you know oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all about her point of view you know mm. that's great nick well thanks for talking <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna go home and um just just listen on my old uh, ipod nano where i first uh listen to taylor swift i still got it with a with the, the first album wheel. on there yeah that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because you want to feel something yeah right? yeah <laughs> anytime just pull up taylor <clears throat> yep and scene okay like that was tough wow that was, that was tough that, for first episode back grayson i i was struggling a little bit yeah. there a I, was rusty. Ga- I was gonna ask you about the whole christmas tree farm i totally forgot about that yeah i, I really wanted the the um the other version of the uh the Jake version, I forgot the all song. All too well. Oh, too all well. too well. But you all have to well. say all too well Jake's version. Jake's version. Because when Taylor re-releases her music, it's all too well Taylor's version. Fearless Taylor's version. Oh, so, like that's all her songs have that. Yeah, note. so here, I'm going to just pull so up the album. Sense. If you're listening wow. to this, you should pull up your albums. Wait. So Fearless Taylor's version. Wow. And then it's, see how it She says, literally does that so that there's no like copyright So issues. you know it's her version. Yeah. I mean, but see how many more big songs Big Machine there. Records is just So worst. yeah, you said Bad Machine and oh, it was man. Big Machine. But they're a Bad Machine too. You know, yeah. you know what? Yeah. For a bit of uh, Bad Machine, I was thinking of Bad Robot, which is the, 
J.J. Uh, Abrams, like, production, yeah. production company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a big movie buff. Ah, gosh. Okay, right. Lexi. Okay. Give you, it, know, you know, just be honest. On a one to ten. Where I'm going to give it a six. Oof. Oh, okay. okay. That's all right. So all right. No, I f- we're just getting on our feet yeah. again. I feel like it's better than average, right? Average would be five. I think you were <laughs> above average. But I think there's just a level of, like, love and affection for Taylor mm. that's, like, missing from your voices, you know? Okay. <laughs> like, just the yeah, passion. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah. Gotta work on the passion for Taylor. Yeah, we gotta work on the passion. It's true. You know, it's been a 10-year journey, right? I mean, more than that now, it's been... Like a 25, 15-year journey. Yeah. yeah. Since 1989. Since uh, B- BT, before Taylor. <laughs> now, now we're all here. Wow. Well, uh, Lexi, we've just... Thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Great I guess, first episode. Mm-hmm. I guess my question is, will you guys listen to more Taylor after this podcast? Oh, yeah. I'm going to drop Spotify right now, go to Apple Music, and yeah. uh, see what she's all about. I, I kind of want to listen to the All Too Well, Taylor's version. Then, yeah, and then, and then the Jake, Jake version. version. Yeah, I would love yeah. to even hear it from, like, an outside perspective. Because yeah. I think I'm I just, too emotionally attached. Neutral third party here. Yeah, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's got the right story? Yeah. Wow. wow. Great. Well, thanks so much, Alexis. No problem, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And Nick, I look forward to uh, picking this back up next week. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week.